Welcome to the Love Never Fails podcast. My name is Jeremy Squires of St. Peter Baptist Ministries, Aurora, and I'm glad you decided to join me on this episode. Early as I can remember as a child, I was taught that repentance was mainly saying, Lord, forgive me. But I want to take a look to the scriptures to show so we can learn as believers that repentance is more than saying, Lord, forgive me. It's about believing in your heart that you're free from that thing and never going to it again. Please enjoy this episode. Repentance is an important part of our Christian journey. For if we have never repented of our sins and accepted the Lord, we would not be saved at this moment. Repentance means compunction, which means to feel guilt that leads to reformation and which replies a reversal of behavior. Now, oftentimes we say, Lord, forgive me, and think that's repenting, but we continue to carry on that behavior even after we make this statement. But today I want to show you, according to the scriptures, how the godly sorrow leads to repentance, and that repentance means we never walk that way again. Let's take a look at 2 Corinthians chapter 7, starting at verse 8. And this is what Paul has wrote a letter to the, to the Corinthians. And in the letter, he, he was kind of tough on them. And it led them to change their behavior. So let's take a look at verse 8. All right. 2 Corinthians 7, verse 8. For though I made you sorry with my letter, I do not repent. Though I did repent, for I perceived that the same epistle had made you sorry, though it were but for a season. Now I rejoice, not that you were made sorry, but that you sorrowed to repentance. For you were made sorry after a godly manner, that you might receive damage by us in nothing. For godly sorrow worketh repentance to salvation, not to be repented of, but the sorrow of the world worketh death. For behold, this self-same thing that you sorrowed after a godly sort, what carefulness it wrought in you, yea, what clearing of yourselves, yea, what indignation, yea, what fear, yea, what vehement desire, yea, what zeal, yea, what revenge. In all things you have approved yourselves to be clear in this matter. So Paul was telling them this, listen, that sorrow that you felt was a godly sorrow that led you to be changed forevermore. It led you to turn from those things that you were doing that I spoke of you early. And so we understand that it ain't us just asking, Lord, forgive me, and continue the same behavior. It is recognizing, saying, Lord, forgive me, and then it's working that desire out of me. Because in um, verse 11, he talks about how that sorrow that led to repentance, it cleared them of the matter. It took their behavior from them. So they recognized they were wrong. And they asked God for forgiveness. And that sorrow led them to repent. Now repent, once again, means to turn. Not to repent and go back the same thing. Repentance means a reversal. You go in the other direction. My mind is changed forevermore. Listen, 
the Bible says in Hebrews chapter 9, it talks about the blood of Christ purging our conscience from dead works. So what happens when we truly repent and we find the Lord, when we repent, our conscience has been purged and we won't do those things anymore. The biggest issue that we as believers have with repentance is that we've been trying to carry out repentance in our body without first believing in our heart that we were free. Repentance can only take place when you realize the thing is wrong and then you make up in your mind and you understand in your mind and your soul and your conscience that you are free from sin, that you are free from that behavior by the power of Jesus Christ. When you understand that you are free, then you can carry out the repentance in your body. And this is the dilemma we have as believers because we try to change our behavior. So we think repentance is abstinence or body discipline. But repentance starts in the mind. When I make up in my mind, I am a child of God. I am free from sin. I am free from evil. I have been delivered from the powers of darkness and transferred into the kingdom of his dear son where there's redemption and forgiveness of sins. And when I understand that I'm in Christ and the word said, any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. All things are passed away and behold, all things are become brand new. That is repentance. The old man that I was, I'm not that anymore. Because my conscience has been purged from dead works, I understand and know that I'm free through the power of Jesus Christ, and that thing doesn't hold me anymore. Listen, in John, in uh, Matthew chapter 3, verse 8, John says this to the Pharisees that are come watching him preach and minister. He says, bring forth, therefore, fruits, meat for repentance. What John was saying is this, if your heart has changed, if your mind has changed, if you truly repented from those things, your, you will show works, your body will show works and, and, and things that you have repented. See, when we say we repent and go back to the same thing, there is no fruit of repentance. And a lot of times we'll say, Lord, forgive me and continue to make that statement. No, if I'm saying, Lord, forgive me, then I realize the statement I was going to make or the behavior I'm about to participate in is despicable to God. It's against my relationship with God, and I'm going to turn from that thing because it does not please God. And that is what we have to do. Learning to carry out our repentance in our body starts with understanding that we are dead indeed to sin. Romans 6 says you're, we have to reckon ourselves to be dead indeed to sin. It also says that he that is dead is free from sin. So when I realize I'm dead unto the old man, I'm dead unto the old nature, I am now free from sin. And the Bible says whom the Son set free is free indeed. When you repent and change, that's why Paul says in Galatians 5, stand fast in the liberty of which Christ has made you free and be not entangled with with the work or with bondage anymore so when you understand i stand fast i don't go back to those things because i've repented look the things that you call strongholds the things that you call hang-ups the things that you say you're struggling with that we as believers say we're struggling with it's only because we haven't repented we're trying to carry out something in our body but we cannot make our body behave till we understand and know by the Spirit of God that we're free from a thing. So it's only a stronghold because you haven't understood that you're free from sin. 
through the power of Jesus Christ. It's not by your power. It's not by your might, but it's by the spirit of the living God that you can carry out this repentance in your body. Look, Paul had the dilemma. In Romans 7, he talks about the things he used to do that he knew was right, he could not do, and the things that were wrong, he kept doing. And he said, oh, wretched man that I am, who can deliver me from this body of death? I thank God through Jesus Christ. So Jesus delivered him. And now his mind understood, I am free from this wretched man, that in my flesh dwells no good thing. But if I live and move and have my being in Christ, if I recognize that I'm dead and my life is here for Christ and God, if I realize I've been sanctified by the Lord, now I can repent and I can be free. And now I will make my body obey what my spirit knows. I am free from sin. We can live sin free in this world if we abide where we are complete in Christ. We may complete in Christ. There is nothing we can do with repentance outside of knowing that we complete in Christ. Listen, our conscience have been dead, purged from dead works, and we can serve the living God. See, when your conscience is purged, purged you have no remembrance of the sin. You have no remembrance of the behavior. You have no desire for it because I understand God has purged me and delivered me from sin. You have to believe, and I have to believe, that sin does not reign in my mortal body. The Bible says no longer let sin reign in your mortal body that you obey in the lust thereof. Your body is going to crave sin. Your body is in this world, and it's going to want to do opposite of God. But when my spirit has been, I've been saved and delivered. The same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead has quickened my mortal body, has made me alive. Now I walk in the newness of life. And now I can say, Lord, forgive me. Now I can say, Lord, change my heart and my mind. That thing is despicable. That behavior is despicable. That thing is missing the mark. It is sin. It is not like God. And I can now make my body obey what I know. And I can yield my members unto God. I can yield my hearts unto God. You cannot make out make um, repentance happen in your body without first knowing that you've been freed by the power of God. This is no way endorsing sin and any type of behavior, but it's showing you the power of God over your body. The power of God can have when you accept that you're free, you accept that you're dead to this world, that you accept that there's no more shackles holding you, that you're not bonded to sin anymore because there's therefore no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus, that I am free through Jesus Christ. And now you can now live in the spirit and walk in the spirit so you won't fulfill the lust of your flesh. Understand this, that battle of lust and flesh is going to happen till you repent. Till you understand the freedom that you have in Jesus Christ, that God has made you free. And who he who the Son set free is free indeed. I want you to know as believers tonight that you can repent. Yet you don't have to have struggles. Those things that you're struggling with, give it to God. Understand that He's giving you freedom from that thing forevermore. And when you can walk in the newness of life, and your body can now carry out carry out this repentance because your spirit agrees with what God has said that I am free from sin and the power of death by the blood of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. 
Listen, I thank you for joining me on the Love Never Fails podcast. I hope when this episode has freed you, have brought you joy, have brought you to the understanding that you can live free of sin, that you can walk holy because you can repent and change your mind and move forward going in grace. God bless you and thank you for joining me on the Love Never Fails podcast. If you listen to this podcast today and you don't know the Lord Jesus as your Savior, you can pray this prayer and you will be saved. Let us pray. Lord Jesus, I come to you today. I am a sinner, but you died for me. Jesus Christ, come into my life. Be my Lord and Savior. Take control of my life from this day forward. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Amen. Congratulations. And welcome to the family of God. If you pray that prayer today, I would love to hear from you. So reach out to me at loveneverfails.run and let us know that you've made that commitment to Christ. Have a wonderful day.